You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. The thing I'd like to ask you, Craig, is just like, you know, what are some differences from like an ownership standpoint, like that fans should keep an eye out for? Because like you know a lot about basketball, you know about roster construction. Like this feels like a totally different ball of wax because you have kind of like a X's and O's, you have a personnel, you have all these different things you have to handle, which are very different from like soccer, hockey, and basketball, quite frankly. So like, yeah, I mean, I think if I'm Harris, looking at what his track record is. He likes to be on the cutting edge and he's not afraid to push things to a bit of an extreme. I mean, that was the whole deal with the process in Philadelphia, right? So people might've heard this term and I'm sure many listeners are aware of it. So I'll try to make this as quick as possible for those that don't. The process was the idea that they were going to completely tear it down. They had a team that had kind of an average roster. Um, they had a couple of players that were very good. Drew Holiday, um, Andre Iguodala, um, I think we're still there at that time. Like very good players, but not good enough to help you win a championship. And they didn't really have a good way to get to a championship roster. Um, many ways what the Wizards have been. Uh, so there's your comparison. And what they did was instead of the traditional, like we just got to keep trying and hope we get lucky. It's like, we're going to trade off these good pieces for parts. They don't fit our timeline to be able to win. And Holiday was young at the time. He's like 23, 24, but his ceiling was not high enough that that he was going to be the best player on a championship team. Mm. And what they did was intentionally be pretty bad for a couple of years um, and accumulate draft picks. And ultimately, they wind up with Joel Embiid, who's the reigning MVP. But I think the the part of that that like that part of it is is more well known and doesn't really apply to football because you don't have to bottom out in the NFL and that's been proven time and time again. The part that I think is interesting and will carry over is the strategy side of it. Do they find someone who's willing to say the analytics tell us these things are best, so we're going to dive hard into that. The way they played basketball in Philadelphia was a ton of threes, a ton of free throws. Mm very limited on on long twos, which is the shots that the analytics say are the most valuable ones. And so whether it's Rivera and Biennemi coming together and figuring out where the league is going and saying, hey, this is, this is what the most advantageous way to play is, we're going to lead a hard into it, or Harris asking ultimately what is his job, I'm going to ask tough questions. If your answers aren't good enough, I'm going to replace you. That's where he makes the difference, and I don't think Snyder knew enough to ask the right questions. Yeah. Um, you know, that to me is where is where the rubber meets the road is as he has conversations in house and watches the team play this year. Does he feel like they are at least ahead of where the league is going from a strategic standpoint right. and a player development standpoint? And if not, then I think he ultimately makes changes and tries to find whoever that person is that's going to come up with the next thing. Yeah, it'll be really relevant to our conversation for the last half of the show. But yeah, I think that's the interesting 
that's that's super interesting because like it's it's so layered and i you know i'm not saying you need a tank but obviously you know like next year there's going to be some good quarterbacks caleb williams probably the first pick overall like is that something you kind of make a move for you know what i mean and try to try to get a part of that if you're this new ownership group and talk about a way to seal a rebrand or whatever you're going to do next year like gosh getting a franchise quarterback like that 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 cures a lot of ales and um yeah i'm just super curious because like you know like how they handle all that stuff so um well it comes down defensively too right like it's not just the we always talk about offense but like are they ahead of where they need to be defensively like every part of the team is going to be under scrutiny you know, and we talked about this obviously a lot the last couple of weeks with all the play caller stuff, but like how influential were Vic Fangio and Brandon Staley and all these defensive coordinators who did funky stuff or what previously was thought to be funky stuff to help shut down the Shanahan's, the yeah. Bays, and the McDaniels. Like, can they get one of those guys? Like, that's that to me is the question. But then the other part of it too that he mentioned is like the sports science side. They are so behind on that because of lack of investment. They have smart people here that are good at that stuff. Yeah. But like, do you have? the investment on the sports science side where this team has been so injured so often, can you increase your winning by sheer availability being better? Like these are the kinds of things that are going to matter. Yeah. I'm I'm really curious. And, you know, like to, to speaking to defensive point, like it's so funny, man. Like, you know, Jack Del Rio is not considered like, you know, I think perception wise, like an overly innovative guy, but when you look at what he's doing defensively, like he's kind of right there in terms of stuff that people are doing, that's like pretty high level. So um, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of goes against convention a little bit, but he's been pretty innovative and, and pretty ready to change over the last couple of years. But, uh, yeah, I agree, man. It's the sports science stuff, the, uh, everything it's, I'm just so super curious to see, and it's going to, it's not going to be like overnight. It's going to take probably two years to figure out what they're doing, but man, like I, I really am curious to see how you, how you rebuild something like this from an ownership perspective. Cause I think we often see like, we see a GM, GM come in, we see a head coach come in and those processes are a little bit more familiar, but here it's like, it's like, what do you even do? Cause this is such a rare thing in the NFL. So I'm really curious to see what happens. And obviously, you know, like you look at Carolina and they're probably the most recent example of a, of a team sale and they've, I don't want to say they botched it, but it hasn't gone great, you know? And so, you know, making good decisions with the head coach and the leadership and the coordinators. And uh, like you mentioned, strength staff, analytics, all that stuff is going to be super, super interesting. Hey, it's Greg Hoffman from Take Command. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day, your weekly source for all things commanders, right on time, your time. A list of household chores. Do them without missing a beat and listen while you work. In the car, turn mundane drives into memorable moments. With podcasts, you can maximize productivity and minimize FOMO. We're on demand, so we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow Take Command in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm hopeful that Josh Harris will avoid new owner syndrome because he's not a new owner. He's a new NFL owner, but like Tepper never been in charge of a team before. And like Mark Cuban is considered a very good owner in the NBA. Like when, when Cuban got to Dallas, he did so many dumb things like terrible. He signed Rafe LaFrance to like a seven year max contract. And like, it killed them for years. There's just like all this stuff that they did. Um, that was silly. And a lot of new owners do that. Right. Tepper comes in. He's like, I know better. All these stupid NFL owners yeah. I'm waiting for my shot. I got it. I'm going to hire Matt rule. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. Like 
so what do you do when you get the power? And I think this is where I was really impressed with Harris, where he just seems to be very level-headed. Yeah. Um, and even though he kind of did a version of this in Philadelphia, like there was strategy behind yeah. it. It wasn't like I'm doing something new and different and I'm smarter than everyone else. It's just like, hey, we all agree this is the best strategy, right? Why is no one fully going for right. it? And he went for it. And so I... Like, I don't think he's going to go hire some. Now, maybe I'm eating my words a year from now as we're on the verge of training camp with insert college coach here. But like, I don't think he's going to go hire some college coach to to come in. Like, he understands that these are adults and that they need a certain type of coach. And, um, you know, there's a professionalism that is necessary in the franchise. And I also think someone like Magic is is super helpful there. Like, Magic's main role, Magic said this, is going to be in the community, right? Yeah. He's, he's already done a ton of business in D.C., um, there's, you know, movie theaters he's opened, uh, you know, he's been in, in other, uh, types of, whether it's philanthropy or business dealings in the DC area. And so there's connections he has that are super helpful, but like if, if they go to hire a dumb coach and magic's like, look, man, like this is not, this ain't it. Um, then that guy's probably not getting hired. Um, and, and so I think that the, that is also good in terms of some of the, Let's call it the fail safes, some of the barriers that are in place with the diversity in this ownership group in terms of having a, a strong number or, or a strong influence from a, a small but not overly limited number of people. Yeah, that makes sense. And even in like the uh, what is that? The what's the name of the podcast? Jordan Rodriguez, uh, the signal. No, the, no, the play callers, uh, the play callers. Like they talked about, you know, the hiring process for like Sean McVay. And it was so different than what I expected. I thought it would be like this super kind of well-organized, but it's like, oh, like, you know, the owner really likes what this guy's got to say. So we had to sell him, you know, and it was like Marshall Falk, remember? And like, mm -hmm. I don't know, just like, can you eliminate some of that stuff and kind of make sure you've got but the that right stuff happens. I and know right, it if, does. If, <laughs> thing is though, like if it's Marshall Falk and Marshall Falk's judgment is excellent, then that works. And if it's Marshall Falk is terrible at this, then it doesn't work. Like sometimes that's it. Yeah. it it's not like, of course, it's always the process of it, no pun intended, but like, it's also the who in the process. Yeah. And I would trust, even for an NFL head coach, I would trust Magic Johnson's judgment on key parts of that because Magic has done nothing but win his entire life. Yeah. And so there, there's, I think, I think that some of the people they have in place, their BS detectors are high, their track records are strong. Um, and, and that's, those are good guardrails to have. Um, now you still have to get the football side, right? And that's the hardest part because who do you trust that has like a good football acumen? You know, who, it, who is the Marshall Falk that becomes the confidant of Josh Harris? That is the really smart, innovative football brain that can yeah. help lead you to the right place. Or are you hiring a search firm or however you go yeah. about it? Be, um, again, that'll be interesting that, too. Those are, do that, yeah. those are tough, tough questions that I think are down the road, obviously, because they are going to stick with who they have right now. And that we shouldn't get too far ahead of that either. Yeah, no, I think that's true. And I, that's another one of those interesting pieces in the process. Like there's so many things that are going to happen. And like, I just can't wait to see because again, we're, I, it's so familiar. New GM, this is what we do, right? We accrue draft picks. We, we, we build through the draft, whatever, whatever. Head coach, like we bring in an innovative offensive philosophy. That seems to be the way to go. Ownership, I haven't seen a successful owner transition in a while. So I'm hoping that this group can get that done and give us a really solid data point. So really looking forward to it. Yeah. One of the things that I think would be interesting is talking to some of the other teams in town. Now, I don't know how much the Wizards are going to want to talk to Josh Harris because he owns the Sixers. Um, but like the Wizards are going through this a little bit with the like new GM and president they have of like, 
yeah, it turns out you guys are super behind. And like that's Ted had a willingness to spend. I don't think the people in charge were up enough to know what to spend on. Right. Um, and so now Will Dawkins and Michael Winger come in to people that helped build the Oklahoma City Thunder into the premier organization when it comes to in- infrastructure in the entire NBA. The Clippers uh, are also right there who Winger helped build after he left Oklahoma City. That's part of the reason he got hired there. So now they come to DC and they're like, yeah, this practice facility that you were super proud of is actually not that cool. Um, and so there's things like that that are happening behind the scenes. And I think picking the brain of other teams in town could be smart. Um, the Washington spirit, same thing. They go through an ownership change and they have done more hiring by percentage than I think probably it has to be the highest in professional sports. Like they, they, the way they've turned over their franchise and brought in someone like Don Scott, who is the premier like strength and conditioning coach in the women's soccer world. Like they hired her and let her hire a staff. So like, what does, what does the NFL version of that look like? Because there just aren't a lot of roadmaps with NFL teams because most NFL teams are, have been spending bukus of money and are on the cutting edge already while this team has been left behind. So, you know, between getting people from other organizations that have done it well, picking the brains of people in other sports in and out of town, how do you ultimately build the the optimized plan moving forward? That's what this organization has to figure out. They got to figure out who the right people are to run it. Um, but it definitely seems like Josh Harris understands that. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of things he's thinking about over the next year on top of some of the other, you know, the name and the branding and the stadium, they've obviously got to figure out all of that kind of stuff. Totally agree. 